world's on fire, our culture's disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Go ahead and play it. Bear with us. No, bear with us, folks. No, doggone jeez. I just, I just sent it to you. The very first one, the YouTube video, very first one. I'm sorry. Good morning, folks. There we go. There we go. Into battle against a tough and determined enemy. I can't promise you that I will bring you all home alive. But this, I swear, before you and before Almighty God, that when we go into battle, I will be the first to set foot on the field and I'll be the last to step off. And I will leave no one behind. Dead or alive, we will all come home together. So help me God. I don't, I don't know how to tell this story. Well, you've got to, Joe. You tell the American people what these men did here. 
you tell him how much Hooper's died? I remember when I was a kid, we used to go to, you know, we, I, I uh, videoed uh, two weeks ago at uh, the Memorial Day Parade. And I remember when I was a kid, young kid, to think about this now, 1959, 60, probably along in there. We used to go to the Memorial Day Parade in my, in my local town. It's D-Day, by the way, folks. It's D-Day. And we used to go to the local uh, cemetery, just like the, that tradition continues in my hometown of Hebron. Well, we used to go down there, and I, I, was always, I would always be amazed. To think about the time frame now, 1960, of the men who would be marching in the parade, former soldiers wearing these funny uniforms. They had these little funny little hats, and there would be hundreds and hundreds of them. They would march down Main Street in Hebron to the cemetery. And I, did, I didn't really get it, didn't really understand. Look back over my shoulder now and realize, golly, when I was 1960, Huh, that's only 15 years removed from the war. I didn't realize that all those men, all those men of that generation, all of them went to war. All of them did. They all did. And uh, didn't get it and didn't understand what, what they understood. And, and we, you know, we end up, end up in, you know, North Korea and Vietnam. And we have been at war with these 
whoever these enemies are for how long? In my entire lifetime, could, could you right now begin to rattle off the wars that we have been in? Some I'm not even declared. Always a war, always a war, always a war, because war is good for business. War is good for business. We hate to say that, don't we? We do. And I, I was thinking today on D-Day, when 6,000 men died storming those beaches. I mean, it's, it's wow, 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 wow. And to think to where we are today, what's happened to us. See, well, there's one thing, there's been one constant throughout this whole thing. Something that we need to, yes, Janine, bankers and depopulation. See, one thing that we, one thing that's remained constant throughout this whole thing, and we, and we don't under, understand it because they do the old bait and switch on us, right? The enemy, look at me, folks. The enemy is not, has not changed. The enemy is evil. The enemy is, this is good against evil. Now, I want you to ask yourself this question. If you were not restrained by morality, if there was no morality, such thing as morality, biblical morality, call it whatever you want to. If we did, as the scripture warns us, everyone did what was right in his own eyes. What kind of beast would you be? Hmm? What would be the difference between you and that raccoon? Yeah, we got another one yesterday. Dale Sosha was here going to shoot him for me, and he got out. Not Dale. Dale didn't get out. The little fat little raccoon got out. Doggy dog world, right? Animals just fighting, eating to survive. And I ask a, ask a question of this. You look across the, the spectrum of America. Is it, is it any different, really? Is there any difference today? Are people living with restraint? Are they, are they living with restraints on their desires, their fleshly desires, their carnal desires? Is there any restraint being taught anywhere except by the devil's team, which are teaching us not to be good. Don't push your morality on me. The devil's team has seized control of everything, and they're telling us there is no morality, and you are bad because you are trying to push your morality on us. Get out of the way because we're going to push our morality on you, which is no morality. Everyone doing what's right in your own. Oprah, the queen of whatever she is, you have to pursue your truth as if there's more than one. More than one. And to think those young guys um, during that whole Second World War, really, but I mean, the war to end all wars, isn't that what they said? Hmm? Yeah. And here it is, Jan, uh, June 6th, D Day, invasion of Europe. Thousands of men about to die. And are we celebrating that in our schools today? Well, of course, school isn't open. But do you think it would be? Do you think it would be taught in our schools today? Do we even have patriot? I hate to use that term. When's the last time? Excuse me. In your church, you know me. I keep coming back to church, right? That we had honored the Veterans Day. That in church, that soldiers were seen as noble. But the problem is, see, 
The soldiers may be noble, but the cause for which we fight is no longer noble. It's no longer noble. And as I, as I say often here, I love my country, but I hate my government. And if we would look at it, folks, that government monstrosities, Psalm 2, pull that up for me, John. Get, let, me, let me vent. Psalm 2, pull up that. It has never changed and will never change. It will never change. Why do the nations try to go to King James for me? If you can. Yeah, I don't like a sissy version. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? Well, it's easy because the kings of the earth have set themselves. And the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. Folks, there's the battle. Look, look at me. Look at me. Dude, I ain't your enemy because I got a different theological position than you. I'm not your I'm not your enemy. And the and the wiles of the devil is specifically to make me and you enemies. We have to fight with each other. Because if we fight with each other, we won't fight those kings of this earth who've set themselves into rulers, who take counsel together against the Lord, against his anointed. That's the battle. It has never changed. It's never changed. And so we are finding ourselves today on D-Day. June 6th, those guys went to war for what we thought was a noble cause. Was it noble? Were the Bushes helping Hitler? Were they? Were the American companies? Was was General Electric, General Motors? Were they really funding both sides of the war? Probably. Probably. Why? Because the kings of this earth had set themselves a long time ago, and they continue to remain in positions of authority. And what they do, what they do, whether we want to know it or not, and this is some of you, Angie, I'm thinking of you and some others who are involved, uh, uh, Glenn involved in local politics. God bless you, involved in local politics. But we know this, that the political machine anoints who the next leader is going to be. It's, it's some grassroots guy, can't, can't read. he can never write. He, he just can't do it. Can't do it. You have to have the anointing of the party in order to, progress in the political structure because the party, which are the kings of this earth, both sides have set themselves and they are after the power and the authorities. Anybody with me today? Anybody understand what, what, what we're talking about here? So at some point, and I don't know what it's going to look like and I don't know what it is, there are a couple of things that are going to have to happen. Number one, we're going to have to take on down our swords against each other. We're going to have to do that. And number two, we're going to have to come out from among them and be separate and touch not the unclean thing. I don't know what that looks like. I really don't know what that looks like. But I got some some stuff today I could share with you. I'm not trying to scare anybody about anything, right? Uh, uh, we are so so out of we're so out of control in this country. We're so out of control. And the reason we're out of control is because there's no mor- there's no morality. Everybody's doing right in their own eyes. And that's not what those guys who stormed Omaha Beach and Normandy, that's not what they went and died for. Any more than the guys in the rice patties of Vietnam, the John Brockoffs and all of those who went and laid down their lives, the guys that went to the Gulf War, and got all that stuff. All of, we've, been, we've been told all of this, right, that this was all done right, for, for God country, but it wasn't for God. It certainly wasn't for God. It was the advancement of something else other than what they told us we were fighting for. 
God bless him. I love my country. I hate my government. Am I with me on that? Is it okay to say that? Are they going to come and arrest me now? Am I not, have I now have I now crossed that line because I call out the wickedness, the evil that I see? Am I now an enemy? Huh? I'm, you know what? I'd rather be an enemy of of God. I'm sorry, an enemy of the government than an enemy of God. And some of us are going to have to make a choice here. Number one, we better we better uh, we better figure out who the real enemy is. And I'm going to tell you, it's not our fellow Christian. But they seem to be the easy, easy ones to pick on, right? I do a lot of that. I do a lot of picking on the pastors because it's the leadership. It's the leadership. But we're in the midst of, uh, Randy said something pretty profound yesterday. He sent an email out and, and I read it. There's a real cleansing going on, folks. There's a real cleansing going on in Christianity. In Christianity. Not everyone who says unto me, Lord, Lord's going to enter the kingdom. Not everybody is. Not, not, not everyone. We're going to find out that many of those who uh, pull, pull it up here. For, well, hang on. Let me mix this in, okay, real quick. I want to mix this in. Then I'm going to, then I'm going to backtrack. I want to mix this in. Jonathan, pull up for me. i got to find it here. Oh, that's not it. That's not it. Uh, no, that's not it. Where is it? Yeah, don't. Hang on. Pull up Pastor Page. Clear down to the bottom. Clear. Because I always start with the same spot, right? Huh? Play this. Hang on. Hang on. Stop. I love Dale Sosha. Dale Sosha came by. spent a couple hours here yesterday with Steve Deck and I. Brought a king cake. Dale brings such joy when he comes. Such a man of God. Brought his daughter Abigail with him, traveling someplace else. Going to be here this weekend. I love men of God like Dale Sosha. I love men of God like Tom Gill. I love men of God like like Clint uh, Harper. I love them. Who see now? I start and I'm going to forget them. Right? I love real men of God. I love them. I love them. But we're being hoodwinked, and we're being led down the primrose path, folks, of a form of godliness denying the power thereof. If I were to ask you right now to raise your hand and answer this one question, what are some of the things that we as the body of Christ could end right now in America if we set a mind to? Does anybody know? Can anybody? You don't have to. I don't, you're not going to come up, right? I could rattle them down. If we as the body of Christ got together and said, we're stopping that, and we're stopping that, and we're stopping that, and we're stopping that, and we're stopping that, it would stop. We have, we have 50 times the numbers of the gays, and they're running everything. Why? Because it is their faith, and they are committed to their faith. They're committed to their genitalia and everything around their genitalia, and they are running everything. And what's the church do? What do we do? And I'm so proud of uh, those of you out there in this huddle because, first of all, this is just a show. (laughs) This is just a show. This ain't a club. You don't pay dues. There's not an initiation fee. This is just a club. A place where we kind of come and hang out and draw strength from one another. I think of the great stuff that's going on out there that people are doing, dare I say it, because of the unity that they found in this huddle, the direction they found in this huddle, and they said, I'm going to go. So Jeff Klein organized something in, in Coshocton, and Betty Perkins drives two hours to get there to be part of what? What makes that? What makes that happen, right? What makes that happen? Well, it's unification of effort. Unification. 
dudes, I can't be at everything. I can't be, I can't be everywhere. But you can, and you are, and you're going, because you figured out that the real enemy isn't us, in the body, not us. Old buddy Dave Klomps always told me, he says, you got to make sure that when all the shooting starts, that all the enemy's in front of you. We, we do circular firing squads. Shooting our own team. There's a purging going on. Play this video real quick. Hey, hey, the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. Go ahead. Here's the numbers. The data from LifeWay says that the average senior pastor pay package is just over 90,000. When you consider all churches of all sizes all over the country, $90,000 is the average that a senior pastor would make. But when you compare that with other roles in the church, it can be different. Associate pastors in churches have a pay package that averages $81,000. Music and worship pastors, they make $88,000. Children's pastors, they generally make $65,000, and student pastors make closer to $66,000. One interesting thing to note is that the average salary for an executive pastor, which is the person that runs the day-to-day operations of a church, is actually considerably higher than that of an average lead pastor. It actually comes in at $123,000 a year. And again, we're talking about total pay package when we talk about these numbers here, not the take-home pay. Do you think pastors are overpaid? Here's the numbers. There it is, huh? There it is. So here's the problem as I see it. One of the problems I see it. Why would you rock the boat? That's that's some pretty good that's some pretty good money right there. That's pretty good money. So why would you rock the boat? When what? The Bible says that the time would come when they teach they would heap, heap up to themselves teachers having itching ears. So they figured out what the people want to hear. And so the pastors tell the people what they want to hear, and people come. Because they hear what they want to hear. And so pastors saying, gee, I'm not gonna do anything to rock the boat here. I'm just not gonna talk about politics because it's divisive. And as a result, sitting in the same congregation are people who think abortion's okay and abortion's not okay. Sitting in the same congregation, listening to the same pastor. You know I'm telling you the truth, right? Amen. Sitting in the Amen. same congregation, there are pastors who think homosexuality is okay and homosexuality that's not okay. In the same congregation. And there are people who are in, who in, in a congregation will stand up and say, I hate this gay agenda. We have to oppose that gay agenda. And there are other people sitting in there saying, oh, no, 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 no. We have to love them. We have to love them. And so can two walk together lest they agree? And there's no clear message coming from the church as to what our position on many of these things should be. And you mean to tell me that we can't get Christian churches and Christian ministries across the country to agree, stop cutting off appendages of children? Amen. The church can't rise up and change that. Stop teaching this to our children. The church can't do that. The church can't lay it on. The church universal, the church in your local community can't get organized and say, this will stop in our county no more. Oh, no, but you're tolerant, diverse, and loving. Now you're hateful, and you've got the wrong. You, are you, anybody picking it up out there? Boom. I know you are. I know you are. Chad, I'm scratching my face, and I'm asking for affirmation at the same time. 
Amen. Huh? I'm, I, look, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm so, I'm so fed up with it. I'm so fed up with the energy hmm, that we waste not shooting our guns at the real target. And the real target's evil. It's evil. And do you have to be an expert to see what evil is? Yeah, you, you, you mean to tell me a pastor can't realize that homosexuality, by, as we said yesterday, is an abomination. It's worse than just a sin. It's an abomination. But they've softened that down because why? The love message, the love message. Oh, okay, look, I had to get that off. My, I didn't mean to take 25 minutes. Let me, let me, let, let, wow, it's D-Day. We need another D-Day, don't we, friends? We need another D-Day. What is today, Tuesday? Is this Tuesday? Thursday morning, Thursday morning, Loy Brunson's going to be with us. Now, I don't know how many of you watched the Brideon show with him yesterday. Dudes, uh, we'll put it in the Jared's going to post it. You need to watch it yesterday. They have a different initiative now. They have a second case that's made it to the U.S. Supreme Court. And golly, he was such a great, what a good-hearted guy. So Loy is going to join us on Thursday, okay? Look, I, look folks, I get, I get uh, recommendations all the time. Uh, you need to have this guest. You need to have this guest. You need I, I get it. I get it. I, you know, there's a lot of great stuff going on out there. A lot of good people who are really, really pushing hard. But as you know, this show isn't about what our guests think. It's about what I think. I'm sorry. That's what it, that's what it is, right? And I bring guests in, but this is not a guest-driven show. So I would, I would encourage you continue to send me recommendations of guests, right? But I'm, I'll make the decision. Of which guests we're going to have. So Lloyd's going, Lloyd's going to be here on uh, a Thursday. Hang on to this one. David Hawkins is retiring. The Hawk's retiring. Now he's going to get about God's business, really. God bless you, Hawk. What, two more weeks or something like that? I can't remember. I just saw we're, we're in your corner, man. Let the Lord set you free. You are going to be, you are going to be unleashed like you'd never imagined you could be unleashed. The great, in my lifetime, what seemed to be the worst things for me professionally ended up being the greatest things that ever happened. The Lord unhitched me from some things. Can somebody say amen out there? I got unhitched from some stuff. Amen. <laughs> Dave, you're going to get unhitched from some stuff, baby. <laughs> it's all good, man. We're, we're, we're proud of you. Hang on here a second. Fred Mosley. You remember old Fred Mosley? Uh, Judge Fred Mosley? He called me yesterday. He's coming to sky high. He's going to, he and his wife is going to come down on, I think he said Saturday afternoon, but he and his wife are going to drive down here to be part of, up with us at Sky High. Huh? Golly. I'm, I was excited about that. Uh, that, 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 I did that, I did that. Look, I'm going to say, I'm not hawking anything. I get an email a day from people say, Coach, you're looking younger. I don't know if some of you have done that. I, I am not making it up. Say, Coach, you're looking younger. You're looking younger. I am looking at my, ba- my bags. What? I'm looking younger. All I know, I've been start taking that Nutri-Swish. I, I don't, I, I don't, look, I'm not trying to hawk anything. If you buy something of that Nutri-Swish, we get a, we get a kickback on it. I get, I don't know, 10 bucks. No, I'm telling you, there's something about that stuff. 
That's all I'm going to say. I'm not getting rich off of it. Nothing. I'm telling you. It is. Uh, study it. Study it. It's, it's, it's been amazing. Had to say that. couple things. I'm going to open it up. Biden laptop. Are you guys ready? Are you guys ready? The Biden laptop is now available online. Pull that up for me if you can. Marco Polo. Put this, put this link in the chat. Look, somebody, don't know who's done this, has taken the Biden laptop and they have broken it down and they have categorized it. So you can click on one of these things. You want to know about Biden's laptop emails? Click on that, John. Biden laptop emails. Boom. Takes you to all his, le- there, takes you to all his emails. Go back. Go back. Go back, Jonathan. I want, this is fascinating. Spend all the time you want to on it. Yeah, uh, what about, uh, uh, what do you want to know about Biden? So, uh, it's all there, man. Folks, it's, it's all there. All there. All there. Devastating stuff. An orgy. Put what? Yeah, put that up. An orgy with Daphne Guinness. And Joe thinks I'm gone. What? It has videos. Video, they have the actual videos off of his laptop. Put that in the chat. And then see what, see what we're putting up with in this, in this government, right? One other thing. What's that? Uh, what is that, Coach? I don't know. I got, look, I'm full of information today, okay? Full of information today. Uh, pull up What is a Woman? And put this in the chat. This video now available for free. What is a woman? It's on Rumble. You have to watch that. Put it in the chat. Uh, just play. Just play. Play a minute of it, John. Free. What is a woman? Raymond, I might have given you the wrong link. This is another one I want you to see. This is, oh man, this is the fall of the cabal. This, look, you got to watch this too. Put this in the chat, okay? The fall of the cabal. So the fall of the cabal, which is, it's, I mean, it's long. It's an hour and 35 minutes. Dudes, we are winning. We're winning, okay? We're winning. Yes, the producer put in there, what is a woman? Watch those two videos, okay? What is it? What, Folks, come on, man. Come on. I'm just trying to bring information to you. Uh, that Dan Bongino email. Pull that up real quick. Pull it up real quick. This stuff will be in the chat. You can watch it all in your spare time. Take time to do it. Play it at, play it at double speed. Jonathan, I sent you a standalone email for, that says Bongino on it. Maybe you can find it. Yeah, been taken down, of course. Dan Bongino said prepare. Prepare. Prepare, he said. Get food, get wa- get water, get weapons, prepare, prepare. Okay. Man, I folks, I got I'm all over the place, but I got so much good stuff to, to share with you. There it is. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. See if you can play that. Okay, that's just a photo. Dan Bongino in a carefully worded plea to his viewers said today that everyone must prepare now. What we've been seeing, feeling, our nightmares are about to happen. He said, have food, water, a weapon, and a plan. He said, do not ignore what he's saying. It's a video. I don't know why. why, why I'm, I'm information stuff here today, okay? Information. Uh, one other thing, Bongino. Uh, pull up. Um, don't read. Pull up. Don't read. 
It's down at the bottom. I'm sorry, man. I'll get you in there. I promise. Folks, for win. This is so good. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know this guy or not. But this is so good. Go ahead, play it. Minute forty-five. People tried to get informed about that. Other people shame them. They would say, please tell me you're not going to do your own research. <laughs> You've heard people say that. Please don't do your own research. You know, before COVID, doing your own research used to be called reading. <laughs> now you're shaming me for reading? At the behest of Big Pharma, it's like I woke up in the middle of a Bill Hicks bit. Well, looks like we got ourselves a reader. <laughs> Tell me, boy, what you reading for? <laughs> Don't you know everything that needs to be read has already been readed by a smart person? That's how much people internalized the propaganda from Big Pharma was that they would shape, they would be anti-intellectual enough to shame people for reading while they're wagging their finger at them for doing it. You would never shame people for trying to get informed, no matter what other subject it was, no matter how unimportant. Like if I say, "Hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to go buy a car," don't look into it. Well, how will I know which car to get? Ask the salesman. He's the expert. What are you, Henry Ford? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Hey, Judah gave us said this Dan link works. Go ahead and play that up if you can. Can you, Is it in the chat, Judd? Is that where you put it? Come on in here a second, Judd. Yeah, it's just, in there. I just got information overload here this morning, folks. Just a lot of stuff I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, it's an information war. And, and friends, look, the war has never changed. Truth and a lie. Truth and a lie. It has Burn. never changed. Dan Bongino, two minutes. Now, Prepare think now. what you want to do about Dan Bongino, right? He ain't fooling around. Go ahead. Listen to me, please. In a somber, sober, calming voice, I'm asking you to prepare now and do not wait. What does prepare mean? It means get yourself some emergency food. It means make sure you have some cash on hand. It means make sure you, you, know, you, you can protect yourself and your family in whichever way makes you comfortable. It means make sure you have a plan with your family about what you're going to do in an emergency. What's the worst case scenario if you were to do this stuff? Worst case scenario is you have to enact that plan and at least you have one. The best case scenario? You have some emergency food in 10, 15 years, you throw in the garbage. You have a plan you never use, but was always there. There's no harm there. May cost you a little bit of money to get some of this stuff. Folks, why am I talking like this? Because folks, the signs are everywhere and ignoring them and pretending they're not going to be there uh, like the media is doing now because there's a Democrat president uh, is doing you a real disservice. I absolutely promise you that if there were a Republican in the White House, whether Trump, Bush, DeSantis, or anyone else, that they would be looking at the signs around us, China's increased belligerency, bank failures, a potential financial crisis, inflation number out today, they would be telling you the apocalypse is coming tomorrow. And you damn well know what I'm saying is true. 
But because there's a hapless, rotting bag of oatmeal in the White House, the most corrupt human being ever, and he has a D in front of his name, and they're not ready to throw him overboard because he says he's going to run in 2024, the media is covering up the signs that are absolutely everywhere. And our government is completely, entirely distracted with bull. Kings of this earth have set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together. I want to publicly acknowledge again Steve Deck, who came out here sleeping in the camper. We're preparing for this weekend. But, but folks, I've told you from the beginning that the Lord brought sky high into our life because I believe some of you are going to have to flee here. How many times have you heard me say that? And Steve Deck yesterday, for the first time, after a lot of work that he has done, volunteer work he's done, well, Michelle gives him good food. That's probably why he comes. But after all the volunteer work that he did, he did yesterday for the first time, Steve Deck plugged in a, an electric cord and ran to his camper, and it runs because we have electric out there. The pond's not filled yet, but the pond's going to be filled because I believe some of you are going to have to have some place to sleep here. Boom. I believe that. Now, what if you don't have to? Well, we just heard what Dan Bongino is talking about here. Prepare. And if you don't have to use it, praise the Lord. But what if, what if I just sat around four years ago and said, yeah, I heard what the Lord said about do, the, do that. And then say, oh, man, I got, I got, I'm 65 years old. I don't need to be doing that stuff. You with me? So, look. Uh, we got to get ready. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, hear me. The left is so in deep doo-doo. <laughs> they're so in deep doo-doo, doo-doo. And they're going to be, they're going to get desperate. We're going to see desperate things. I don't know what's going to be. But the kings of this earth who've been conspiring against the Lord and against his anointed, they ain't going down without a fight. And whether it's financial, whether it's another pandemic, whatever it might be, we need, we need to buckle up. Amen. Okay. Golly, I've gone a long time. 38 minutes. Thanks, Steve Deck. Thanks, Dale. Thanks for everybody. Joseph Allen's come. Some of you coming early. Uh, thanks, Gary, for all Gary Pierce, all he does behind the scenes, and Chad and Mike Blake, and people just thought, step in and volunteer. And, and you know, and Clay, I see. I, I, look, you ain't doing it for me. You're doing it for us. That's the way I see it. Amen. Okay, I'm going to open it up. I got some more stuff I could share, believe it or not. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, Coach. Uh, Concerning what uh, Jeff, Betty, Steve Deck, Craig, Noss, and uh, the Brighton show yesterday with Lloyd Brunson, how we all got involved in doing that letter. Um, I have Matthew 6, 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Hallelujah. That's right. So we're here to expand the kingdom of God, right? Huh? Wow. See, you're going to die. The sad thing is, you ever really going to live? You really ever really going to live? For, do you love your life so much? That you're, you can fight off the ined, inevitability of death. You really think that? 
And the older I get, the more I realize that my life isn't about me. It's about my grandkids. I don't want to sound like some superhuman guy that it's about y'all. No, it's not about y'all. I don't even know some of them. This is just a show. This is just a voluntary show that you get up and you join in the morning. But man, we got to figure out who the enemy is. Jeff Klein, come on in. Hey, just want to let everybody know we'll be meeting in the garage tonight at six. Pastor Matt's up tonight, and that's his first time at one of them Homo Pride events. So yeah. we'll be fired up. We'll be chatting tonight on what we're going to do next. So I may try to drag Steve Klein, Steve uh, Deck up there with me tonight, Jeff. I'll see. I'll be good. Hey, hey, look, folks, I got a lot of balls in here. Okay, huh? I got a lot. lot. I'd love to be at everything. I, I just it, it isn't feasible. We'll, I'll see. I'll see what we can do, Jeff. I'll see what we can do. Amen. Amen. Joe Allen. Yeah, we've been preaching this over six years. Uh, Get 1, prepared. 1,900 and Don't wait till the bomb hits. Yeah. You say, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. It's all good. It's all good. We'll be more prepared than most. We'll, nobody will ever be prepared enough, I don't think. I don't think. Tracy. Hey, good morning, everyone. Um, I encourage everyone to watch yesterday's Bridie on show. Um, unbelievable, what they, unbelievable. It was amazing. And what people, I'm trying to let people know that what they have accomplished has never been done before. This is big. This is real big. And they need our support. Um, and I know Bridie on, I cannot share that website with anybody. Um, it's very difficult. Facebook Messenger won't take it. So I shared um, the Brunson website and it explains everything as to what they need. But it was excellent and they really need our support because this this is history right here, what they've accomplished. Folks, I, I, look, look, thanks, Tracy. L- listen, folks, reg- regarding this, this is really, really important. The Brunsons, are on, uh, they're not trying to overthrow an election. That's not what this is about. Okay. What this is about is the Constitution requires when somebody files a formal complaint, the constitutional oath of the elected officials is a mandatory 10-day suspension until an investigation is done. 140 members of Congress objected to the approval of the election, 140 members. Then remember, they staged the insurrection, right? And because 140 members filed a complaint, the rest of the Congress is duty-bound to suspend for 10 days until an election is done. They have violated their oath of office. It's not about the election, although it's about the election. They violated their oath of office. And so the Brunson brothers, this is the second one, by the way, Interesting. You, you got to watch it. As Tracy said, you got to watch it. The first one, they filed it themselves. The federal court said, no, you bunch of clunks. And the Supreme Court says, whoops, we'll take that. We'll look at that. And they docketed it. And then when that thing got what, whatever happened with that one, a second one that they had filed earlier and got tied up in court because of whatever the heck happens to court. The second one all of a sudden, 
pops its head back up and the Supreme Court says, yeah, we'll take that one. Yeah, we'll take that one too. And, and what? So we have to redo all those letters that we did before. Those matter. So that's what, that's what the Brunson thing was all about. But see, what's the media going to try to paint it out? We're trying to overthrow an election. If the Brunson brothers are successful and the Supreme Court actually just follows the law, and said, you guys were required by your oath to do this, and you didn't. You have violated your oath. You therefore are no longer able to serve. It's cut and dried. It'd be like you running a stop sign, and the cop pulling you over said, dude, you ran the stop sign. So is is, uh, the Supreme Court going to let him do that? Because if the Supreme Court lets them do that, we don't even have a country. But they're allowed to violate their oath. And if the Supreme Court ruled, by the way, the Supreme Court picked up the case in objection over the federal court. The federal court refused to hear it. The Supreme Court said, oh, no, we'll take that. We'll take that. And in the next couple of days, the, it will be docketed, meaning the day of the hearing will be posted in the next couple of days. This is the real deal, so you can watch that, but he will be with us on Thursday morning, live and in color here to take your questions. Clay, go ahead. Now, why wouldn't everybody that voted for Trump or get get behind this? Because if this doesn't hold up in court, we don't really have a chance to have our vote counted in the future. Clay, it's not, it's a it's clear, not so much about the past as it is the future. That's right. And they have clearly violated their oath. And we're going to let them get away with it. If we let them get away with it, we got no we got no chance, man. We got no chance. So this is, I mean, and you know what's really good? These brothers, man, they believe they say God smile on all over it. They've been called by God to fight this. I mean, it's it's good. It's good. It's a good 44 minutes. And he couldn't wait to get back in here and argue with you guys. Not argue, but lay it all out for you guys. He's just a common old Joe. He's just one of us. Michelle. Hey, good morning, team. Um, that was a great show yesterday about this case. And I, he referred referred to like Rule 11 that had never been used in order to take this case. And then the other one eventually caught up. So um, this thing may, um, hmm, we might find out that some of these people we think uh, have never even taken their oath of office. That's right. Um, that's another thing this could check. Uh, right. which is a whole nother story. And um, you guys know that I'm not crazy about Trump, but however, I voted for him. You voted for him. That is who yeah. we all as Americans voted in and who should be in that chair right now. Yeah. Um, and although I do have a, a question as to why did they let this one, this case in, I think they uh, feel like they can control this really well from their side also. So we need to be watching this like Eagles, Hawks, um, thank you so much, Coach. Great job. Then, Great show. Because, right, look, we know we know letters work, right? Say what you want. We made Bill Barr blink. And no doubt in my mind, no doubt in my mind, that when we showed up at Bill Barr's house and we sent the letters to his wife, sent so many letters that she stopped delivery, and then he resigned. You guys remember that, don't you? Huh? Huh? Oh, yeah. So we, we just got to turn up the heat. Can you imagine if every church... Again, I come back to the same thing, right? Every church got involved and every church sent letters. Every church sent letters to the Supreme Court. Uh, We don't get involved with politics here, right? 
That's why we have such tyranny. Kevin, come on in. All right. Well, I want to piggyback kind of off of what Clay was saying, you know, about like, you know, as far as future elections, why wouldn't like Trump voters, conservatives, so on and so forth, get behind this? And, um, you know, I want to remind you, you know, you, you guys are the chosen few. Do you know how few of the populace even know that this case exists? I know, man. I know. And why, and, right. And why is this? Because the media is not hopping on it. And if the media doesn't hop on, it's like serve pro, like it never happened. Okay. But if it goes, if it goes in front of them and it's ruled on, well, suddenly it's happened. Okay. So suddenly then it's going to get known about real fast. But I think that's part of why, you know, you don't see the, the, the big outpouring. I mean, I know a lot of people do know about it and it's mainly people who pay attention to independent media and things like that. Diggers, people do homework. They're the ones that have heard about this, but the general populace out there that would get behind it and would support it have no clue it's even happening. Hey, you know, you know something? You know, Kevin, this video right here, Brideon. Do you know I can't post that on YouTube? Did you guys know that? Yes, you can't post Brideon on Twitter either. Yeah, in fact, Mike, Mike Adams has launched a lawsuit or has threatened a lawsuit against Twitter because because natural news, anything associated with Mike Adams, is still banned. So that's, yeah, that's why. So, so listen, start, start posting. It's not uh, just, go ahead. I was going to say, it's not just a threat. He actually has filed um, against Twitter. Yep, yep. He did yep. file. Okay, because I knew that he had his lawyers reach out with a threat. We're, we're getting ready to do this. But I didn't know that the, law, the uh, lawsuit had been launched yet. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, listen, don't lose sight of it. Kings of this earth against the Lord's anointed. That's the bat. It has not changed. It has not changed changed and the enemy my enemy ain't clay it isn't alan uh zypher because he's got a different theology the enemy has not changed it's good against evil it's good against evil and the energy that we waste in fighting in the american church has to dishearten the lord where there's where there's unity god will command the blessing right that, that's what it says he commands the blessing where there's unity is the church unified? Are we unified? Huh? Are we? Are we unified here in this huddle? Now we can't wait to argue over theology. Can't wait to say, listen, it's, I'm 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 a pan pan tribber pan tribber. That's what I am. It's all going to pan out in the end. <laughs> I ain't going to worry about it, right? I'm a pan tribber. Judah. Gosh, a lot to unpack here, guys. This is incredible. And uh, you know what? The revealing is happening. It is. The mighty Yeshua, Christ Jesus, he is uh, hes definitely pulling the pants down on a lot of people. And people are starting to see behind the curtain of what's happening. You know, we talk about this, uh, the Brunson brothers and the case. And, and people have got to understand, uh, Derek Johnson, love him or hate him, if anyone's been following some of his uh, materials lately, his breakdown of executive orders and things that people aren't willing to read, like Dan Bengino said and other people, if you're willing to read these actual orders and what, and a lot of people ride, oh, they, they ride and they throw Trump under the bus, but from his sons, Don and Eric, and some of the things that they've been saying, and the executive orders of what these guys have done to dismantle really even the DOJ to now bring it out from under the London bank and out from under the European control 
the corporation of the United States is being transformed into a republic. And we the people, that's the battle. Mm -hmm. People understand what's happening. These letters by the Brunsons are going to be heard by the people because the breakdown of the American corporation is changing. It's changing before our face. And people can understand who is the one who is behind this. And I know Trump's a figure, but there is a team of people who is making these things happen. And you have you got to pull your head out of the sand and stop blaming the same people, and realize we're winning. Something is happening. There's a movement. Judah, that that clip that you sent me, I've lost it. Send it to me again. Of you asking that question of General Flynn and his response, dude, that was golden, man. That was absolutely golden. There, there is now, folks. Look, I'm not saying there's some uh, cue out there that's saving us all. But there, there's stuff going on behind the scenes that we have no, we have no concept of. Exactly. Right. We have a lot of guys are doing stuff under the radar. Because as soon as you make it, which is one of my criticisms I've had with with Jeff Klein, I don't don't mean it that way, Jeff. Is look, we can't we can't give our plans to the enemy. We do a lot of that. Right? We do a lot of that. I would I would always be surprised when I told people, hey, we're going to be at Columbus on this date, and then the enemy shows up. I think, God, how the hell did they know that? I told him. <laughs> that's told exactly him. what Trump said. He said, "I will never tell my enemies what we're going to do." <laughs> yeah, so we just got to we just got to be cautious with that stuff, right? So Judah, resend me that. It was really, really good, uh, friends. I, listen, listen to me a second. Listen to me. I know somebody. I'm one level away from somebody who could get Donald Trump's ear. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you. I'm one phone call away from somebody who could get his ear. I could run down a litany of people, of connections, that through whatever the Lord is doing here, I'm one phone call away from a lot of people. See, I'm trying, sounds like I'm making myself important. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you that there is something going on in regards to this. Brett, come on up here a second. Because Brett, say what you want to about Ohio Brett. He's traveling the world, and is he making connections. Yeah, it's not the world. It's just all 50 states and all 88 counties in Ohio. And I can't wait to be at sky high, baby. Amen. Please, Amen. You got time. You have time to drive. Coach has scholarship offers. You have time to drive. You have time to fly. Uh, I fly in Thursday, so I'll coordinate with you guys, whoever needs picked up at the airport. So, so Brett, could you, could you get a hold of uh, General Flynn right now if you had to? Yes. Yes, you could. Couldn't you? Uh, could you get a hold of uh, 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 Sherry Tenpenny? Yes. Yeah. Could you could you get a hold of uh, uh, name whoever it is, folks? Name whoever it is. Mono Savin, Donald Trump, uh, no, the no, NFL no. commissioner, all because of one thing. Because I'm one of your teammates, and this is your show, and it's your locker room, and all of this is because of you, Coach. God bless. Amen. No, it's because of Holy Spirit connections, friends. Amen. Holy Ghost connections. You guys got connections. Only, only connections that the Holy Spirit can make. I'm not saying this to brag, okay? I'm just telling you the reality of it. Tracy and Jeff. I just wanted to add more onto the Brunson case. They made it really easy on their website, too. 
um, they will actually, for a small postage donation, send the letter for you. Two so you don't even have to do it yourself. That's right. And thanks, um, Susie put the website in the chat, but it's just loybrunson.com. So it's easy to get to. And Ohio Brett, I know you're doing amazing out there, but I'll tell you, I miss you because you're on the road. Really miss you, but keep keep doing God's work. Amen. Amen. He'll be here. He'll be here this weekend. Jeff Klein. Coach, we had an example there when we was down there Saturday at Shockton. Had that other church show up with a few people, made some connections there. I give him my card because on my car lock card of JC's Auto is on the back. Now I have church in the garage on the back of it. Huh. So, then we also made the connection with the Proud Boys there. There was three of them. And the one of the first one I met, he goes to that church where that pastor was there. So I made some connections. I gave him a card. I said, guys, we got to come together. Amen. So they were all interested in coming, maybe popping into the garage. But then I had, we had the one guy there, Luis, he was from Akron and he held, he had one of them poles where the signs up above your head and it just, with the black with the yellow flames on it says, Jesus saves from hell. And he's (laughs) traveling. He goes everywhere with this thing. So he was there the whole five hours standing right on that corner, right in front of all the drag queens, right in the midst of it. And we get to church Sunday morning and one of our people out of the garage, I ain't going to say who, but. I addressed it right away. He got out of the car and I said, did you see that, Luis? He just stood there all day and didn't say a word. I said, what? I said, now, why would you attack him? He traveled two hours down there to stand with us for five hours, better than, you know, more than any other pastor in Shockton County would do. I said, I like the dude. And I give him a car too. I said, buddy, you're down around Knox County area. Pop in and see us. They said, we'll hook up. But we made some connections there. Yeah, so, uh, amen, Jeff. We haven't figured out who the enemy is, right? Yeah. Circular firing squad. Right, Kevin. Look, up on. I want to play this. We're going to go over a little bit. This is Judah asking a question of General Flynn. Go ahead and play this. Our friend Judah asking a question of Flynn. Go ahead. Right here. General Flynn, um, obviously, you talk about the Constitution. You talk about justice and those things that have happened. My name is Judd with Judah A. Lyon. And um, obviously, we talk about uh, J6 and the freedoms of the J6ers. Obviously, corporations are now funding certain candidates. Mike Pence obviously blocked the quorum that day. In addition to that, if I do investigations, Mike Pence was probably very involved in helping to get rid of you within the administration. Globalist corporations funded by China funding these people, are we ever going to get accountability? Can we get a commission or a group in Congress or somebody to investigate the funds that have been funded to these rhino candidates? Yeah, so, you know, what really bothered me the other day was that John Brennan, and I understand Clapper, former DNI and former uh, CIA director John Brennan, were brought in to a hearing by Jim Jordan, and, uh, and it was a friendly hearing, supposed to be a friendly hearing. <laughs> They weren't subpoenaed, they weren't put under oath, mm. and, they, and they're there in a back room, okay? Right. Wow. So that just happened. You guys, uh, I hope you saw some of that. Some of you saw some of that. I mean, come on. And never mind they signed a letter that to me is a, talk about seditious conspiracy. Right. Yeah. Right? To undermine a sitting president of the United States of America 
while he is campaigning to be president again. And we now know that the CIA, the CIA itself, people inside the CIA, mm -hmm. working on government time, facilitated the movement of that letter Amen. to those people. So, so all this is known, but yet Jim Jordan brings in these, you know, these two at least, and I don't know who else, but I know that those two. And it's a, it's a friendly, you know, we, an, like an interview, they, they worked it out. They worked it out. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, I think it was like, my, you know, the number I heard after a, a month, you know, of being a speaker, she had like 500 subpoenas out. So who, in your opinion, I, can well, we... Well, so let me, because let me get to the, to be very specific. Um, we, we cannot afford to continue to have uh, this establishment class in our country, political class in our country, that is fed so much money. Right. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know how to overcome it. I, I really don't. I, I mean, I'm like, I struggle like these events. These events are just to, to like, I'm not going to go and do something for these people or for you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you that here's some things that you can do or certainly think about. You need to go do them. That's right. You know, you're, we're talking, let's just say, I don't know, 170 million people that vote in this country. I mean, and maybe half of them. I mean, it's, voting doesn't even matter anymore in terms of just voting. Right? So I'm still saying it's still got to vote. It still matters. In 2024 will take a miracle. But we have an establishment class. It's like I said about governors. Now, one governor has even said, has even admitted that the 2020 or 2022 might have been even partially, maybe a little bit fraudulent. Right. Now, we have the Secretary of State, I think. Uh, in West Virginia, and I think the right. Lieutenant Governor mm -hmm. of West Virginia. Right. I've been paying really close attention yeah. to those two. Yeah. They're great to me. Right. They're, starting to, they're, they're starting to say it. So, uh, it's good. You know, for the other for the other things, I'm gonna uh, because my, I have some tricks up my sleeve. Okay, and that's, and that's to address specifically people that you just mentioned because they're full of shit. We go with Steve in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. General Flynn. Um, huh. See, here's here's the problem. Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Because at some point, we're going to have to trust somebody. Is General Flynn clean? I don't know. I don't know. Who's clean? Who would that be? Who are you trusting? Hey, Brett, could you get a hold of General Flynn this afternoon if you had to? Yes. Okay. That's all I need to know. Boom. See you tomorrow.